Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello? Hello? <clears throat> Podcast Network Asia. Network Asia. What's going on? This is Xavier Woods, a.k.a. Austin Creed. I said give me a hell yeah! Hey, this is Zeta Zay. Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte. Talent is not sexually transmitted. You need to go back to the drawing board because your game absolutely sucks! Hey, everyone, this is Jeff Cobb. I'm Lewis Howley. I'm Sam Spoker. We are pretty deadly. Yes, boy. Yes, boy. Hello, my name is Ina Dragunov, the star, the NXT UK champion, and you're listening to the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. You are watching and listening to the longest-running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Stancy and Ro Moran coming to you for another live stream here on a Thursday night. Ro and the SHIT and Babyface producer Gel are backstage. They're also helping us out for this evening. Uh, glad to see everybody in the comment section joining us on Facebook and on Kumu. Thank you so much for spending your Thursday night with us. Uh, whether you are coming off another workday or trying to take a day off because you got your boosters. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. It really, really means a lot. And and dami nati pag-uusapan from... Uh, WWE and Impact's working relationship to everything that happened on SmackDown, Raw, NXT, and Dynamite. All of that is on the table for this week. But first, uh, we got to let you know that we are giving away a prize here on the podcast. We are giving away a uh, 2-terabyte online voucher from our friends over at Mega. So that's courtesy of Asia Gawili. Yes, that Asia Gawili. And our boys at Machong Chismisan, ang podcast na sponsor ng ibang podcast. So um, all you have to do to be part of our draw is to post a screenshot of you giving the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast a five-star rating on Spotify. Leave it in the comments of the post on Facebook or just a tweet, namin, which we sent out a few hours ago. We're going to do, the, uh, we're gonna do the, the raffle at the end of the live stream, and hopefully you get to walk away with that online storage uh, like Admin Angela did last week, right? Uh, you can also support the podcast by being a Wrestling Wrestling Podcast patron, which is such a good deal for the month of January. Yeah, that's right. We have another pay-per-view coming up in the end of January. We have the Royal Rumble 2022 happening on Sunday, Manila time. That is January 29, I believe. And uh, we'll be having a live watch party. So you can watch it with us in our Discord community. All you got to do is sign up for our Patreon program, patreon.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast for as low as 250 pesos a month. You get access to our discord where we talk about wrestling. We also get links to Jackie Sarana in comments. But we also have a pasabay of merch. We just got our Black Friday haul from the Pro Wrestling Tees store and some WWE shop goods as well. Just now, just today because it arrived today. 
and all of that good stuff, exclusive review content, um, exclusive merch from us as well. So you get all that good stuff when you si- when you subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast. Saying what's up to our boy Leo, one of the top hey, sportscasters here in the country and in the Southeast Asian scene. Yeah, Thanks for joining us, my man. Uh, you can also support the podcast, by the way, by protecting your online activity and your devices. And all you have to do is to get a NordVPN subscription. Yeah, not just that. You also get access to online stuff that isn't readily available in the Philippine region. All you got to do is subscribe to a NordVPN subscription. Use our affiliate link, podlink.co slash 476. Podlink.co slash the number is 476. It will take you to the NordVPN store where you can sign up for a two-year and four-month subscription for only 89 US dollars. That's that's a super suited steal that you can get to protect your online activities. Again, podlink.co slash 476. All right, let's start with SmackDown. And what we got from that uh, from, from last Friday's SmackDown was Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns getting into another in-ring confrontation. And it really looks like they're gearing towards champion versus champion. And since we didn't get that nung day one, uh, malamang sa malamang pang WrestleMania na to, no? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the rumors are saying that this was the original plan for WrestleMania. The plan for day one was for Roman to lose to Brock and for Brock to defend the championship at WrestleMania. So now uh, when that got shuffled by Roman's COVID um, uh, diagnosis, naging, uh Seth Rollins versus Roman Reigns and Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar. And the problem, spoiler alert, if you are particular about these things, better it's not a spoiler until it actually happens. But the plan is for Roman to lose to Seth and Brock to the- retain against Lashley. And then they switch. Uh, Brock takes the WWE-, the WWE Championship home to SmackDown and Seth takes the Universal Championship home to Raw. And that's their uh, WrestleMania plans moving forward. That's what Right. Uh, this is really interesting because, I don't know, um, I, I wouldn't say that Roman getting COVID is a blessing, but I guess something good came out of that incident, diba? It was a bummer. No? We didn't get Roman and Brock at day one, but if this is their matchup nila for WrestleMania, I think it's still going to be really exciting regardless of which championship is on the line. But we, we got to address Paul Heyman. There's a reason why I used this particular picture because um, very interesting yung wrinkle na dito sa dynamic nila Roman, Brock, and Paul Heyman. Yeah, uh, it's a weird um, love triangle. It's not cut and dry. It's not black and white. It's not just Roman Reigns is already done with Paul Heyman just because he fired him. You you, you can see from what happened on SmackDown that Roman still has a little bit of love for Paul, and Paul has a lot of love for Roman. And I like the three-dimensionality of it. It's not just, I hate you already because we broke up. May feelings paren, if you will. Mm-hmm. And that is a lot more than you can say for other stories. Yeah, uh, it, it's nice because all three characters have really been developed now and very well developed over the years. And even if you want to limit to the 2020s, there's so much that has happened between all three of these men. Now, you know, it, it makes sense that you have all these layers. Admin Jackie in the comments uh, is saying Paul Heyman on a pole match. I think we've been making that joke for about half a year now. That put Paul Heyman in the shark cage. But uh, yeah, um, we knew it was going to come down to this. It was going to come down to Brock and Roman fighting for their 
for for the custody of Paul Heyman. And now it really looks that way. Now Paul is legitimately torn on who he wants. Parang parang napilita nang siya out of familiarity to uh to advocate for Brock Lesnar again and his heart is still really with uh with Roman Reigns. Yeah, uh, it's it's really funny because now I'm getting uh, I'm, I'm getting flashbacks to SummerSlam 2005, the Eddie versus Ray custody of Dominic ladder match. So, baka yun yung uh, sana yun yung nila custody of Paul Heyman or something. I don't know. Uh, uh, that that's something that would really tickle me. Kung yun yung nangyari. Uh, but since you mentioned Seth Rowe, we got to talk about him uh, because he did appear at the end of SmackDown, and it looks like he's the guy. Sabi mo nga na it looks like the plan could be Seth. Uh, unseating Roman, but is he the right guy? Uh, no, I don't think so. I've always wanted it to be Big E. I thought Big E should be in the spot, but I think and I hope, or actually I hope and I wish that they're setting Big E up for a uh, redemption tour for WrestleMania. They're setting him up for a big WrestleMania moment to happen. Because uh, okay, practice run pa lang yung, ano, yung Yung unang WWE Championship run niya. So, okay, if if Seth is the plot device for this, for this big E redemption, then okay, that's cool. I, I'm okay with it. Um, He is technically a transitional champion at this point. Right. Um, if, if you have Seth and Roman, though, going at it at the Rumble, who's the crowd going to cheer for here? Big E. Ah, sorry, Seth and Roman, sorry. Uh, Roman, I think, because people love Roman. And... I don't think a lot of people have uh, that much amour for Seth, even though um, he is now Seth freaking Rollins. Ni pa parang ano? Parang sa portrayals at least on on screen, parang si Seth pa yung mas good guy kaysa kay Roman because the way Roman's being portrayed, like he's really absolutely bad. No, I don't think so. Um, Seth is still being portrayed as annoying, super annoying. Uh, you can see that on Raw when he went up against Big E. I don't think. Him going up against Roman made him a good guy. It just really is a heel versus heel matchup that comes down to who you think is cooler. And I don't think people are considering Seth or this version of Seth cool. When's the last time we had a heel versus heel matchup like this? Do you remember? Because I, I can't really think of any off the top of my head. Uh, but I can't remember who it was. I know there is. I, I This just escapes me right now. Uh, we've had one... Recently, I just for the life of me, I don't know. I I just can't. I've been jogging my memory all day. Wala akong maalala agad na heel versus heel world championship matchup. Uh, let's get to this question from Matt in the comments who asks, is it so bad being a transitional champion these days? Because title runs are so much shorter than they used to be. So I wonder if the idea of a transitional champion has evolved. No, I don't think so. Um, I don't think it was ever bad. Uh... I think it was a necessary thing as well. But now, I think what matters more is that you get the championship and it doesn't matter for how long you have it as long as you get that moment, that big moment. So I don't really mind Seth being a transitional champion. If he's going to be a champion for, what, only three or four months, uh, that's cool with me because I need to get, I need you to get to uh, this other champion that I really want. I think it's also good if you look at it from yung, yung, yung hindsight. Remember when Christian won the world title for like two days and everybody was so angry? And then when you look back at it, it was actually a pretty good story they told between him and Randy Orton. And 
like you said, Ro, no matter what anyone says, no one can take away that world championship reign from Christian. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was. Uh, it's still on the record books, right? It's still on your resume that you have been the world heavyweight champion two times, right? So uh, it doesn't matter how long the reign is as long as you win the championship in the first place. Ayun, Joseph Shello with a very good answer to our question. Now, when's the last time we saw a heel versus heel matchup for a top title? Gargano versus Cross Yon. on NXT. Yun. I yeah. knew that, that was a That thing. one's pretty uh, recent. Yeah, yeah. I knew it happened uh, in WWE because I remember talking about it. I just can't remember who it was. Yeah, and I guess see si Karrion Cross, yung parang Roman Reigns ngayon, he's the bigger cool heel and Gargano's the smaller annoying guy. So there. Uh, I, I guess just come again. Uh, also, uh, also had something. Miz versus Lashley. In yeah, late ano. 2020. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. Tama, tama. Good one. Thanks, guys. Really appreciate it. All right. Let's talk about the women now on SmackDown because Charlotte Flair made an announcement and uh, she said that she's going to be competing in the 2022 Women's Royal Rumble. Now, before we break that down, what do you think of this? Do you like it or do you dislike it? Um, Yeah, I like it. Because hey, who else is left? I mean, Tony's gone. I mean... uh. Everyone they have on in the women's division is in the Royal Rumble. Like I said they barely have, or they don't. They don't even have thirty women. They have to get people from outside the company to fill in the thirty spots in the Royal Rumble. And even if Charlotte wasn't in the Royal Rumble, who would you put in a title match against her? Because who isn't in the Royal Rumble? So talagang ano? Talagang dehado sila dun. They 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 have a really thin roster and. They got no choice but but to do this. And I don't mind it. Um, I like that Charlotte put up the stip of uh, deciding a title match uh, if she ever wins the Rumble. I like that. I like that. Um, it it screams of the G1 is in which if you win the G1 as a champion, you get to choose who you defend it against. Uh, Kyle Martin in the comments says, now, whoever eliminates Charlotte will be a huge deal. I agree. Um, yeah. I mentioned over the weekend in the Wrestling Rehapa podcast that uh, I think somebody's bound to have a Maven moment. If you remember in 2002, which was 20 years ago, by the way, uh, Maven eliminated The Undertaker from the Royal Rumble and it turned him into a big deal for a bit, diba. Right? So, I don't know. Um, somebody might just have their Maven moment in the 2022 Rumble and I said on the Wrestling Rehap up, it could be Aaliyah. I don't know. That, that's just me pulling a name out of the hat and it, it might be her because it's a SmackDown. Na rin naman siya eh. Could be anyone. Uh, yes, Boswaki, 20 years. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're that old. Um, yep. Yeah, uh, if they play their cards right, it really could be. Uh, it could, really could be a big star-making moment. So let's hope that that's actually what they do. I don't, really, don't want to see her win the Royal Rumble. I just want her to be in it because there's no other choice but for her to be in it. I think it'll be a lot of fun uh, to have Charlotte in there just because that's an instant storyline, right? Uh, we always talk about the best Rumbles having all these mini arcs and Charlotte entering the Rumble as a champion now would be kind of like Brock entering the Rumble in 2020. We had that four-chapter arc in the Men's Rumble in 2020 and one of them was Brock just being dominant through the first uh, one-fourth of that Rumble. So, yun, um, Admin Jackie also suggesting it could be Shayna Baszler. Uh, after all, she has the most eliminations in uh, for the women thus far. So yeah, why not? But it, it really could be anyone. Could be Summer yeah. Rae, for all uh, for all we know. <laughs> could be Mickey uh, James. 
could be Mickey James. Yeah, speaking of Summer Rae and Mickey James, let's talk about the announcements, Muna, before we break down the whole Forbidden Door. Did you think it was a good move to announce the returning superstars and legends in advance? Because in previous years, hindi naman talaga ina-announce na, oh, hey, hey, look at this returning superstar. Look at this legend coming out of unretirement. Ito, they announced more than half the field. 19 out of 30 entrants in the Women's Rumble were already announced. Yeah, um, I don't really mind either way. Like, I... I don't know because these women have been surprises before. Like the Bella Twins have been surprises before in the Rumble, diba? Uh Michelle McCool, I believe, has been a surprise before in the Rumble. So yeah, multiple times, diba? At this point, like it doesn't really matter. Um, maybe even better. Uh, parang diminishing returns that in yung pagiging surprise to that if ever. So let's just announce them for the sake of announcing it. I, it doesn't make much of a difference to me either way. Like. Um, it's not gonna take away from the fun of the match if they, if you are not surprised by their appearance. What the surprise is guessing who's coming out next in the after the countdown. It doesn't matter if you know they're already there. Uh, we've got some uh, some folks in the comment section like Gail and our very own SHIT who say, uh, no, it ruined the surprise already. I don't know. I, I'm I'm kind of with Row here. Nah. I actually like, now we already know more than half the field. Um, so one of the questions was, okay, who's going to be in the Women's Rumble? Aabot ba ng 30? And now that we know, na 11 na lang yung bakanting spots, um, it, it, there, there's less pressure, I guess, or there's less anxiety for me as a viewer na, hala, aabot ba sila ng, ng 30? I mean, syempre, aabot sila ng 30, but gets mo, like 11 na lang talaga yung question mark. I mean, I mean, <laughs> so what, guys? <laughs> so what? Who cares if you're surprised if you're not surprised by Michelle McCool or by Summer Rae or Lita? Like I could make an argument for Mickey James. That is okay, pa. I, I I get that. If you want to be surprised by that, by the reigning knockouts champion of Impact Wrestling, gets good. But for these other women, like it, come on, guys, are we really? Are we really bending? I mean, getting ourselves uh, all in a tuss over this. Yeah, I mean, see Joseph and Gail, they're bringing up Bailey, and Bailey's obviously unannounced. I, I don't know what the timeline is for her recovery, uh, but it that would be a huge return, diba? That That's definitely a TBA spot. Now, pag si Bailey ngayon lubabas at number 30, we're going to lose our minds. Yeah. Yeah. So you know she was injured, diba? So uh, that is a better surprise than these other women that you feel bad about not being surprised about. Sorry, I mean, like, I don't really care. Like, ooh, Summer Ray. Oh, I'm I'm so mad that I'm not surprised by Summer Ray. What a what heel. No, I mean, like, come on, guys. Bailey puede pa. Okay, Asuka puede pa. Like, yun, Asuka Ronda, Ronda puede pa. Oh, hindi, buti si Ronda, di ba? Oh, yeah, or yeah, 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 pa lang. Yeah, pa lang. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So probably not Ronda. All right. Uh, let's talk about Mickey James. Uh, somebody who um, the internet has been talking out for, uh, about for days. So uh, it was mentioned on SmackDown, on air by Pat McAfee. Now she's the Impact Knockouts Champion. Na una, kala Freudian slip, pero hindi pala. So that's great. And my press release na from WWE side, my press release from Scott Damore on Impact Wrestling side. So what does this whole, uh, whole working relationship mean going forward for you? Um, okay, there are people who are doubting this because maybe they didn't know that Mickey J when they contacted Mickey James, now house champion, but it's an impact. So, 
to me though, I think there is a thing that you're overlooking. Because if you um if you promote Mickey James, you are entitled and easily free to not say that she's the knockout champion of Impact Wrestling. You're not you don't have to say she's from Impact Wrestling. All you got to do is say that she is former uh, WWE superstar Mickey James, right? So the fact that they mentioned that explicitly and Pat McAfee was allowed to mention that tells me that there really is something here and they really do want to do something with um, uh, another company. And apparently, according to at WrestleVotes on Twitter, uh, they really are also looking for a similar surprise a men's rumble, a surprise entrant from another company. So, if this is all true, and if my uh, if my feel if my gut feeling is true, then it's about time because I have always wanted WWE to finally tell the world that we are snub. We are not snubs. We are okay to work with other companies. WWE isn't the only wrestling slash sports entertainment company in the world. These other companies actually exist, and they're not just on the WWE network. So it's finally them telling the world that we're actually cool and we're not actually being weird about all of this. So um, the last time that another company or another company's championships were mentioned on main roster programming, if I'm not mistaken, was 2016. Remember when Gallows and Anderson debuted and then they were put over as former IWGP tag team champions uh. with New Japan Pro Wrestling? So I think that was the last time. I can't remember any other time uh, um, before or after that. So I think it's a huge deal. And I don't even remember... Oh, yeah, Jushin Thunder Liger. Thank you. But but aside from those um, handful of instances, no, I don't remember any other time that Impact mismo acknowledged nila because there was a time when Impact was their number two. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but now they they worked with uh, Impact. Right? They they had Dixie Carter in the WWE, WWE Network, right? Yeah, in a mm-hmm. documentary. So I think they're more open to that. And I just hope that today, today, na lang ito, kasi it really be, it really behooves WWE to tell to show the industry that we're not atop this ivory tower, and you know, closing ourselves off to the to the rest of the playground. <laughs> Man, I, I, I'm really excited for this working relationship because there could be a men's entrant from Impact. Uh, I started thinking about like who could it be? And, oh, yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. So let, who let, could let's, it be? Let's, yeah, yeah. Uh, let, let's brainstorm here. Who could it be? Because the only name I could think of right now is Cardona. It's got to be yeah, Matt Cardona. Uh, a lot of people are asking about names from Impact. But you have to remember that if WWE is bringing someone over from Impact, it has to be someone that the, the WWE audience knows. And yes, you can make an argument that internet fans will know who some of the Impact guys are. But there are people listening to us right now who don't know who's on Impact. And the only people they know are the people who were once from WWE. So you got to make the WWE alumni enough. So it's not that big of a reach, if you will. It just so happens that they're just on impact. So yeah, Cardona, Heath, uh, sino pa ba? Um, Morrissey. Oh yeah, Morrissey. Uh, Rhino. Uh, Eric Young. <laughs> Even Eric Young didn't really last long on the main roster. Eh? Brian yeah, Myers, Brian, that's a good one. Yeah. EC3 is an ROH, so he's not. Uh, he's not an impact. Uh, yeah, if I were them, I would leverage Cardona's uh, big. Uh, 
his his high stature now. I say he really made himself a big star in the Indies. So uh, that's a good time for him to come back. Yeah, he really pulled a Cody Rhodes there after uh, he he left WWE in 2020. So I, I think Matt Cardona's our best bet for surprise entrant in the Men's Rumble. Exciting times. I'm, I'm really happy uh, with this bit of news. Um, this WWE and Impact relationship, I think, will will be uh, will, hopefully will be received well and will pay off really, really well come the Royal Rumble premium live event. Yeah, uh, glad I, I got that right. Okay, uh, we're going to take our first break here on the pod. When we come back, we'll talk about Raw and NXT 2.0. But first, here's a way you can support the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast through your online shopping over on Lazada. All right, guys. As you know, there's always a sale going on on Lazada. So if you are getting everything you want and need, all you got to do is use our affiliate link to support the podcast in the process. It is podlink.co slash IAM. Podlink.co slash the letters IAM. Uh, uh, type that in your mobile browser, add the cart, and check out from the app. And what you buy will help us do what we do here on the podcast at no extra cost to you. And now, a quick break to hear from our other podcasts on Podcast Network Asia. Hi, mga matchat sexy chismosa. Ako nga pala si Makoy, ang inyong corporate slave. At ako nga pala si Ingo, ang inyong corporate lackey. Nabalitaan nyo na ba yung pinakabagong chismis? Nandito na kami ngayon sa Podcast Network Asia. Oo nga, kaya samahan nyo kami sa longest. Longest? Running. Ay, yung pinakamahaba? Comedy podcast sa buong Pilipinas. Di ba pa longest? Yung pinakamahaba. Oo, parang tayong pinakamahaba. Ang macho chismisa. Dahil lang tunay na macho, chismoso. Pag longest ba, tayo rin yung pinakamatigas? Let's get to some shout-outs over on Kumu. Right, guys. Saying hey to everyone who's joining us right now. Uh, Scumageddon, thank you, man, for sending us a galing. Uh, saying hey to Kyle Angelo 916 uh, Solid match there. I believe he was talking about uh, the day one matches, I believe. Pang-Wrestlemania talaga yung match. Tapos Edge versus Miz. So he's really enjoying uh, the card. Uh, he says he's excited to watch Lesnar versus Lashley. Say hey to Abby, who is uh, tuned in right now and sent us a hug. Say hey to Oscar Miguel 13, who is really, really hyped. He's hyped for Brody King's debut on AEW Dynamite earlier today. So that's really cool. Thank you guys for joining us and glad that you are enjoying our wrestling talk Lita Sakumu and on Facebook, wherever you're listening. It's come again in hopes that the the men's entrant from Impact is Moose, but I don't think it's going to be Moose. Yeah, I, ni- neither do I. Sige, shoutout natin si Kevin kasi matapang siya eh. Sabi niya, sana raw di pa nakakahalata yung bisor niya na wala siya sa office at nanonood siya nitong livestream natin. Ano? So, para po sa mga bisor ni Kevin, si Kevin Duayan, nandito po siya sa Wrestling Wrestling Podcast livestream. Now you know. Alright, let's talk about Raw. Uh, let's talk about Raw and Lesnar Lashley. And I gotta ask, are, are these the best versions of Brock Lesnar and Bobby Lashley that we're getting? Um, I like Brock Lesnar right now. It seems like he is really this instead of the whole Angas Beast Incarnate thing that he's been doing since he since he returned from his sabbatical back in the late uh, mid to late two thousands. So this is the most authentic Brock that I've ever seen, and I, I like that he's enjoying himself. He seems really really happy. He seems really uh, 
relaxed as a goofy kind of person that doesn't have to be a badass all the time. You just know he's a badass because he is huge and he can fight, but he doesn't have to act like it, you know? So it's good that this is the one shining through because he doesn't need he doesn't need Paul Heyman as much, right? Uh, he's mm. doing a lot more talking right now. And it's good because he doesn't squawk anymore. He can carry himself. Um, he can entertain us and be funny and he's money so uh i like this i like this a lot i don't know i can, i don't know if i can say the same thing about lashley uh you can tell he's being a face but uh he's not as good a talker because and i still prefer that mvp does the talking for him but i guess it works out more as a face if you don't let your manager do the talking for you <laughs> yeah i think uh that's usually what a manager does like there are very few face managers who really pull it off uh but going back to Brock I think we've seen bits and pieces of this like nalalami Brock party when he had the money in the bank tapos he was just partying with it na para boom box so he he was doing that then you little moments in a match where he would actually say stuff like suplexity bitch like that uh, that, that was something that just naturally came out of Brock Lesnar's mouth. And I think now when these little things happen, ito talaga yung prime Lesnar. And, I, and I, I can't believe it took us this long to get this very well-rounded version of Brock. But I love it. I love what we're getting out of uh, out of everybody. Yeah. Uh, Skamageddon calls him Tito Brock. Renz calls him Uncle Brock. Um, I, I wouldn't disagree with that. So it's really, really good. And... I don't know. I say it, I always felt like they needed the <laughs> they needed the badass beast incarnate Brock, especially against like a face like Roman Reigns or John Cena, right? uh, mm-hmm. where you can tell that if Brock was allowed to be himself, um, a lot of people would cheer him, and a lot of people are already cheering him. So now that he's a face, pinayaganasa. Yeah, I guess I, I guess that's a great point, and Sigurid also comes with experience. Like you know, at, at this point, Brock's been in the game over two decades, so he's really seen it all, done it all. So I guess mas alam niya na rin yung level of performance he has to reach to get to a specific character point. So you know, uh, good for you, Uncle Brock. I guess. Yep. Uh, we got new uh, yeah. tag team champions on Raw: Alpha Academy. So it's Otis and Chad Gable. And I didn't know when Otis and Chad Gable go back over a decade. Now, apparently, they used to train together, uh, that they live near each other, and that they were, they're, they're closer to each other than their original tag team partners, apparently. Yeah, uh, nobody knew. Um, we all found out at the same time, uh, at the same time everyone else did, because uh, Chad Gable just posted that letter just now. And to think that he could have told everyone before. Now, this was my guy since day one, since the Olympics, since the 2011, 2012 Olympics. Right? So I I feel, I feel like they really dropped, everyone involved dropped the ball on that. Because when Alpha Academy first got together, I, I'm pretty sure everyone here thought that they were a random uh, pairing. Right? So everyone was more invested in heavy machinery and the American Alpha, right? So I wish that they put it out there. Now they were actually friends, and there there was more to this because people uh, people admire or appreciate backstories, and this was something that could have gotten them to really sink their teeth into the Alpha Academy tag team. But it took um, a year or so of uh, an under the radar run, and then now a tag team championship win 
that didn't really resonate that much with people until now, diba? Yeah, um, well, you know, regardless, I'm really happy for them. I'm happy then that at least, you know, Chad was allowed to post that. And now we all know. And moving forward, I hope people keep using it, uh, if, if not on commentary, then as actual backstory for, for Otis and Chad Gable when they're interacting on the shows. I'm just really happy for them as people. And uh, I'm happy then that they move on the tag team div- division away from RK Bro, just because I was getting to a point where I wanted it to happen then, and I didn't want RK Bro to overstay its welcome as champions. Yeah, um, I, I I hope that this is it. Um, I'm sure that this is going to be the big breakup for WrestleMania, right? So it's it's it was bound to happen sooner or later. So uh, they're probably going to lose at the Rumble again, the rematch. Then they'll spiral because uh, Riddle won't tag Orton in and stuff like that. So yeah, it's about time. Who's going to be the heel here? It has to be Randy, Deba. Yeah, sempre. It's got to be Randy. I mean, we've seen another tag team breakup, which we'll get to right now, where you know the person we didn't expect to turn heel was the one who turned heel, and that's Nikki A.S.H. So uh, I, I know your feelings about this, Rose. So now my question is, should Rhea have been the one to have turned heel instead? Yeah, um, I don't like it when they give up on yung mga kid-friendly characters, the babyface like Bailey. Like I, I never liked that they gave up on Bailey, even though I know now that Bailey wanted to have a more mature uh, character. But to me, it was always like I felt that they gave up on her after not booking her as well as they should have as a babyface role model. Right? So this, this is the same I mean, they never me. gave up on John Cena. Yeah, but that's John Cena. So John Cena made money. John Cena carried the company, right? So I don't think you can say the same for Bailey and Nikki Ash. It's okay, Nikki. They gave up on it after less than a year, right? So I don't like that. That's why I believe that Rhea should have turned heel instead. Like I felt like they had an uphill battle for Nikki Ash as a superhero gimmick for the kids. And they could have done a lot more. I don't know what the more is, but I felt like they could have done a lot more. And so I'm now it's weird. Now we have another Pahul heel that grows up because he can't she can't handle uh the harsh reality of the business, right? And even though I like the um possibilities of her being a homelander or a stormfront character, um it's just it's just a sad, sad loss for a wholesome character. Yeah, explain lang natin for those who don't watch The Boys. So, Homelander and Stormfront are superheroes who present themselves as good guys, pero sobrang kupal talaga nila. Like, yeah, they're yeah. the actual villains, even though they present themselves as heroes. And if, you know, if, if Nikki A.S.H. goes down that same route, she kind of will be a Homelander or a Stormfront because uh, that, that's how she presents herself. So, uh, with that being said, I think there's still potential here because... If if you put the the willpower into it, naman, diba? uh, you you can create someone compel uh, someone compelling like a homelander, like a stormfront. Yeah, yeah. There's no question about that. It's just that we need more wholesome stuff, and um, there are so many edge lords and pahul people, pahul fans in the wrestling industry that it feels like. Getting wholesome stuff over is such a hard, hard battle. And I, I, I initially thought that the Nikki A.S.H. gimmick was a huge step in the direction of, 
you know, making wrestling a little more wholesome for people, especially the kids. So, sorry, that's just my personal gripe to it. May iba pa bang WWE characters na wholesome who are not John Cena or Bailey who have actually thrived? New Day. Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, see, they didn't give up on the New Day, but then again, the New Day has also sold merch in Spain. Yeah, they, New Day has made money. So that's one thing you have to you have to be successful, and that's the thing. They um were they were expecting Nikki Ash to be successful or as successful as a New Day, pero one they didn't really give her like the best booking, right? Um, they didn't really give her the tools to succeed that way. Uh, parang they were just really setting her up to fail, and then they were just really letting Nikki do what she wanted, the character she wanted, without really supporting that holistically, diba? Uh, so parang, I don't know, wala, wala nangyari dun. Like, uh, they just really didn't support it. Ano yun, masyado bang namadali yung success ni Nikki? Because in the span of like six months, she became Raw Women's Champion and then Women's Tag Team Champion. Whereas the New Day, they actually had an uphill battle nung nagsimula sila. Like, people hated them, they were heels for about a year or so, and then slowly nag-build up yung organic crowd support hanggang sa, you know, they, they became what they've become. No, yun nga, they wanted her to succeed. And then um, when that didn't happen, and because of what they didn't allow her to do, or what little um narrative support that they gave her they immediately um they immediately pulled the plug on it so talagang they were just waiting for it to fail i believe because it was a you know corny lame uh baby face character oh, I, I believe in nikki ash but as a character i i i do want to see where this goes because i don't want her to fail so you know uh, because of my fandom in nikki cross uh, I, I hope na hindi tama yung sinabi mo. So, you know, just just so, I, I don't know, th- th- there's something good that comes out of the heel turn as she gets into this feud with Rhea Leo, Ripley. Uh, si Leo says hurricane. The hurricane turned heel eventually, you know. I mean, after uh, a few years, yeah. Yeah, after a few years, Siva. But at mm-hmm. least he had the benefit of succeeding with The Rock and with Rosie and everyone Stacey. else. Yeah, yeah. Stacy. Right, right. Uh, let's... Talk about one more thing on Raw, and that's the women's division where Dewdrop is now the number one contender to Becky Lynch. So, uh, what do you think of this uh, this interesting development, heel versus heel in a man? Yeah, yeah, I like it. Uh, Dewdrop is you uh, new sneakers for the Becky. I was I was watching, I was trying to figure out what she was wearing. Uh, but yeah, um, this is a heel versus heel thing. But again, like Seth versus Roman, it boils down to who is the cooler heel, and obviously uh, Becky is the cooler heel. But I'm a Dewdrop fan. Ever since the NXT UK day, so I love I love this I love this a lot. Um, I'm glad that we're moving away from Liv and from Bianca in the time being. The Raw Women's Division is actually cycling through their contenders, which is more than you can say for the SmackDown Women's Division. So I like this. I like this a lot. Uh, Bruce is asking any chance they'll be changing Dewdrop's name. Uh, we reported a few weeks ago that they uh, WWE filed a trademark for the name Piper Niven, which is her original ring name, and. Yeah. Uh, I hope it's a matter of time na lang until Dewdrop gets some character development and you know sheds the name um, in favor of the Piper Niven name. Yeah, I'm sure it's about to happen. Like they know that Dewdrop isn't really a, a, a heel name, so now is a good time. Eva Marie, So sense story you know she got renamed to Dewdrop because Eva. So there. Let's go to NXT. Let's talk about our boy Grayson Waller. Is he getting too much too soon? No. He's been there since last year, so he's had this time to uh, 
to mature and to, to season himself. So this is a good thing because people really don't like Grayson Waller because he's full of himself and he's obnoxious about. So it's tama uh, lang. I believe that officials are high up on him. That's why he's allowed to appear on Raw. That's why AJ Styles has been plucked from Raw uh, to face him on NXT. Uh, my take is that it's I, I I see him on the main roster by June of this year. Wow, that's a prediction. That's a hell of a prediction. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if Grayson Waller appeared in the Royal Rumble. Like as a surprise entrant, I, yeah, I yeah. think yun yun mas possible. Um, but him being in the main roster na agad by June, man, I, I kind of want to see Grayson be NXT champion first. But then, uh, I don't mind that, but I think they'll be keeping it on Braun Breaker for a while now. So, and remember, uh, he's already getting the main roster look, so that that to me is a sign that he is uh being prepared for that for that spot. So if not on Raw, then probably on SmackDown. What I like about what they're doing with Grayson Waller is he's really being treated like a big deal on the main roster. The fact that he's messing with AJ Styles this early on, and by virtue of it being AJ Styles, kung casual ka, kilala mo si AJ, di ba? Nanonood ka ng Raw. And you're like, oh, sino tong, sino tong bagong guy na nakikipaggaguhan kay AJ Styles, di ba? So you get to know the guy. And uh, we were talking about this with Robbie Eagles in this week's audio-only episode. Now, this is huge for... Uh, for Grayson and for the Australian team because he's a homegrown guy. Yun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I never thought it would be him, but I'm actually glad it's him. So uh, we got him on the pod. Now he's doing this. He's going to the main roster. That's huge. And I, I have to say, I never thought it would have been him. So it's really, really huge. Yeah, I'm I'm happy. Um, you know, if, if you've been following my social media, you know, and I love Survivor, and you know, Grayson Waller was on Australian Survivor, so talagang I, I've been a fan of his even before he made it to WWE. So I'm really happy for for the guy and for his success. Uh, sticking with NXT, let's talk about the woman in Rose background, Wendy Chu. She made her in. I want to I want to address Ricky's comment. Oh, I know he's being snarky, but you know, he says that they'll change Grayson Waller's name and gimmick. Um, the thing about NXT 2.0 is because Vince has such a hand in it, uh, there is no way. Parang eto na yung gusto niyo makita eh. Like, this is the character he wants to see being developed. It's not like this is what Triple H wants and then it's not what Vince wants when it when he comes to the main roster. So I think this is it. And uh, it could it's possible that they change his name and gimmick, but uh, I don't think there's going to be a lot of changes to be made after that, after the buzz he's been getting. All right. So, uh, let's question Dennis. I think he started off the stream like uh, um, late. Are we in favor of WWE unifying the titles? No. Uh, no. Uh, the WWE main roster needs two world championships. The networks want their own world championship. It's going to be weird if one network doesn't have a championship. and So please, uh, we're long past the era of one world championship uh, on the show. And to go from a wrestler standpoint, Maawa is also world champion if that champion has to be forced to go from Raw and then the SmackDown, the like double duty. Uh, I, I think we're fine the way it is when we have a world champion on Raw and a world champion on SmackDown. I don't think that's exactly. that big of a problem, yeah. right? Yes, yes. All right, let's talk about Wendy Chu. Let's bring her back. Let's put her back on, on screen. Um, what did you think about her presentation and the first match? Niya? Can't believe 
some of you wrestling fans, not the people watching this uh, show, because I know you guys are well versed in what's going on, but some people really did think when they saw Wendy Chu sleeping behind the commentary team like a few weeks ago, they really did think that this was a legit wrestling fan that was at NXT 2.0. So shame on you. <laughs> shame on all of you. Wait, is there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it, it got made some mainstream attention because it was weird. It was a weird sight that someone was actually caught sleeping on camera. So manaming na ano, manaming na goyo. So I can't believe you guys that WWE would actually let a sleeping person get seen uh, on live on the live broadcast. This isn't the NHL and Kodak Black. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, Kodak Black jokes aside, uh, Wendy Chu's presentation to me is so amusing. Um, I mean, we've seen characters like this. The Orange Cassidy is an example that was uh, pointed out by Rowan, the SHIT. Uh, but I think Wendy Chu has a nice spin to it. Now, she's just always taking a nap. And the fact that she's in her pajamas with a pillow and with the, face, uh, with the eye mask, I think it's super cute. I think it's a complete 180 from Mei Ying. If you know, you know. She was Mei Ying from, from Tiansha. And uh, it, it's nice now when she tags in, boom, she turns it on. And then when she she'll tag out and go back to taking a nap on the apron. Yeah. Um, I never actually... I uh, this was the female version of Orange Cassidy. Like, it didn't connect in my head. Now, okay, yeah, yeah. She's she's lazy. And then she turns, she turns it on. When she has to wrestle, so yeah, that actually makes sense, Rowan. So that's a good, um, that's a good uh, analogy there. And I wouldn't be surprised if that's actually what they were trying to do to leverage the Orange Cassidy mystique into this character. And it's actually pretty good that Wendy is actually pretty good. Uh, I remember her work in the May Young Classic, and I thought that she was really, really good. So I like this gimmick, uh, as you can see. I made it my background, and. I hope that they do more with her. I think she will. I think she's already getting over the, the the idea of the character is already getting over. So I think she is in for a big 2022. Yeah, not just that. It's big for Asian American representation, champre. Right, uh, uh, um, she's the type of character who doesn't have to rely on her being Chinese to get over or to you know to, to get noticed to begin with. So it's good that it's about her just loving naps and loving her pajamas. So I love it. Give me some more Wendy Chu. I, I, I'd love to see it. So there. Uh, leave us your thoughts in the comment section uh, it, uh, You know about Wendy Chu, Grayson Waller, everything else we've been talking about. Uh, we're going to hop on over to AEW and some news outside the ring. But first, we're taking one more break to talk to you about how you can support the podcast through your online shopping over on Shopee. All right, guys. As you know, uh, again, sales are happening on Shopee all the time. So if you want to get what you want and need from Shopee and support the podcast in the process, all you got to do is use our affiliate link, podlink.co slash W9X, podlink.co slash the letter W, the number 9, and the letter X. Again, type that on your mobile app. Um, add, the, add the cart and check out from the app. And what you buy will help us do what we do here on the podcast. At, no, it's across to you. And you can also give yourself a New Year's gift off the Nike Southeast Asian online store and support the podcast all in one go. Yeah, the link for that is podlink.co slash 2J8. Podlink.co slash the number 2, the letter J, and the number 8. And yeah, again, what you buy will, help, will also help us do what we do here in the podcast. And now a quick break to hear from our other podcasts on Podcast Network Asia. 
Are you a big sports fan? If so, make sure to listen to Off the Record with me, Mix Bustos. Together, we'll get up close and personal with the biggest names in the sports industry. Check it out after listening to this episode. Off the Record is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all other major podcast platforms thanks to Podcast Network Asia. Catch you guys on my show. Let's get some shout-outs over on Kumu. Saying hey to John Blue Altar who says, fuck you. Well, fuck you too, dude. So... uh, I don't know what, where that came from, but fuck you. So, again, to everyone who joined us who is not cursing us out on Kumu and on Facebook, okay, you enjoy the wrestling talk that we have. Scumagaden said a via tree. I don't know what that is. It's a new sticker and it's worth diamonds. So, thank you, man. Oh, uh, thank you. Thank you. I'm Salamat. And again, wait, let me see if anyone else followed. Scumagaden hopes it's moose. Are we ready to mention that? I think. Uh, thank you again. Yeah, thank you to everyone who's followed us so far and tuned in so far. Please keep smashing those hearts. I say uh, it helps the other people on Kumu online right now know that you enjoy watching our stuff. All right. Uh, see, Raindell, uh, one of our new commenters here on the Facebook page, says that WWE needs, needs to make all the championships important. And if possible, every championship must be on the line at every premium live event. Uh, that yes, would be sir. a very long show, sir. That'd be well, very, very I long. mean, it's happened before. Like, I mean, we've had night for champions before, right? like, yeah. we've had shows where all the titles were on the line. Um, it's just a matter of pouring in the same effort for everyone, and you know, that's hard when you only have one guy approving everything, but uh, it has to happen. Uh, so Roman J and Jeb, they want us to talk, uh, to talk about Omos and Alexa Bliss, respectively. I think both Omos and Alexa are just starting their new story, so we'll probably have more to say once it's unfolded. No, I have something to say about Omos. I, are you oh, okay, okay with the fact that they just had one blow-off match for him and AJ, and then that's it? Move on to the Pareho. That's pretty weird. I think it's yung Omos and Grayson Waller feud, so parang they had to pick and choose. Yeah, that's that's you know, Omos deserves better, I believe. I hope so. Yeah, uh, but you know, uh, we're at a point where I guess we're gonna start seeing him in these squash matches now, week after week after week, right? Um, Rowan says that, but my mania ending, I don't know yet. Uh, we we don't know where AJ and Omos will be headed towards come mania season, so uh, maybe there's still a chance for that to happen, right? Uh, but as for Alexa Bliss, you know, let's let's wait for the therapy sessions to unfold to see kung Santo pupunta. In the meantime, let's go to AEW and let's talk about Sammy Guevara because people are asking in the comment section, where's Cody? Why do we have an interim champion? Yeah, and so Cody is apparently either out with uh, the booster shot or out because he tested positive for COVID. Either way, I also did not see the point of having an interim championship. Like Roman Reigns did not get an interim universal championship because he tested positive. What makes Cody so special? That he has to be away, and from and for them to have another champion just because he's gone, that's so weird. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't get it. And again, I also didn't get Bahati Dustin, yung challenger, and not Scorpio Sky or Ethan Page, right? Yeah. If anything, they actually looked correct when they would argue na oh my nepotism, my bias against men of the year. Bakit yung kapatid ni Cody yung ginawang replacement niya kung interim champion lang din naman pala yung yung prize at the end of the match. So yeah, I I don't understand the decision there. I remember though in WWE, 
uh, whenever a champion couldn't compete for like 30 days, yon saka siya is a strip or saka magkakaroon na parang interim champion. So does this mean a Cody is out for like 30 days plus? Uh, I don't think they have that rule in AW, but I don't know. I don't get it. I, I really don't get it. Um, I don't get why the Rhodes family is being protected like this. <laughs> I, don't, I, like, I don't even know why they had to have a new championship. Like, re- can't can't they relax for a little bit and then, I don't know, let other people do other things? I think they needed that interim championship match because it was Battle of the Belts. And they couldn't put Hangman Page on the show because he just wrestled Brian. Yeah, I guess. But uh, it's super weird. Like, there are other championships. Yeah. Uh, they they focus lang on what the women's championship, the TNT championship, and the wonderful FTW championship. I, I didn't even realize official championship na pala siya, that it got like Battle of the Belts treatment. So uh, we got what we got. I think it just ran out of belts. Yeah. We got what we got. All right. Let's move on and talk about the big baby from earlier, Brody King. Has made his AEW debut and yung tag team niya with Malachi Black is the Kings of the Black Throne. So I'm I'm gonna admit that I don't really know who Brody King is. So uh, w- w- what should I know about him? Um, I also don't know that much about him. I've only seen him wrestle once in New Japan Strong, and he's pretty good. Uh, I just haven't seen a lot of him, and it should be fun because I have the same body types as ni ni Malachi. So we should expect good things, I believe. Yeah, uh, so I looked at some pictures online of Brody King and Malachi. They've apparently tagged uh, in, in places outside of AEW. So they've been tag team champions together in other promotions. And, you know, you look at Malachi Black, they have a very scary name presentation. Yeah, You take a guy who's like 1.5 times his size or his mass, and that's even scarier. So, you know, um. Is it an issue that you know they, they revere Brody Lee and then here here comes another Brody except he's Brody King? Is that an issue? No, I don't think so. Unless you are, you know, if if Amanda Huber is really that petty, uh, he would, you know. But I don't. But the thing is, because I, I think he's been Brody King before, way before. So they can't do anything about that, Deba. Right? So if it was a real problem, they would have made him change it, but. I don't think they are as petty as Vince, so he gets to keep his name. So I, I think it makes sense now that Malachi actually came out nung celebration of uh, Jurassic Express when they won the tag team championships last week. Diba? All the other tag teams came out, then Malachi Black came out by himself, and people were wondering, oh, but lumabas si Malachi Black, hindi naman siya tag team guy. And then now we know that he actually does have a partner now. Yeah, uh, that's why he feuded with the Varsity Blondes. And they needed him to feud with a tag team for him to introduce his tag team partner. Right, right. So yeah, uh, the Kings of the Black Throne. Uh, I, I thought that it was pretty funny na nouna, the commentary team was like, Sino yun? And then si Excalibur lang nakakakilala. That's Brody King. And then bakit? Bakit sila magkasama? And then biglang sinabi na ni Excalibur, they're the Kings of the Black Throne. Parang, pucha alam mo na? Or, I, I don't know, hindi ko, sila kilala, hindi ko kasi kilala yung tag team nila talaga. So, I don't know if they took that name from their run on the Indies as well. Uh, I don't think that's her name on the Indies, but um, it, it's Excalibur. He is uh, presumed to know everything. They defer to him for all all of the knowledge, all the backstage knowledge uh, in AEW. Good for him, I guess, right? Uh, anything else from Dynamite today you want to talk about? Uh, well, that, I haven't seen the show yet. It's been a busy day. 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, Sovereign people Business are asking, for me. People I, are asking about um, CM Punk and Wardlow. Uh, yeah, I, I caught that kanina. Sige, sige. No, I don't know. What did you think of it? Uh, I think there's there, there's still slow burning yung C, uh, CM Punk and MJF uh, match. Kanina in announced the MJF na Punk's next opponent is Sean Spears. So they're really trolling us here and they're really seeing how how much they can stretch it while at the same time furthering yung tension in a Wardlow and Sean Spears slash MJF. So, well, usual stuff. Usual so apparently, stuff. Apparently, WWE has their eyes on Wardlow as a potential signee whenever his contract goes up. Uh, I don't know. I don't think he'll stick. I don't think he'll go to WWE because uh, he's an OG and you got to stick with what made you famous unless they offer you a lot of cash. I guess, yeah. Emil bringing up that Dr. Britt Baker and, uh, and Adam Cole are finally canon on AEW TV. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so they've started uh, the story now of uh, the Undisputed Era or the former Undisputed Era and the Young Bucks and their thing. And they have the thing with the best friends and Chris Statlander's there. So they bring in Britt Baker. I actually like how they did it because uh, it necessitated Britt Baker being involved because there's a woman So it's not like it's not organic. If, if you know if, if that makes sense or organic sha there that's a simpler way of saying it <laughs> all right i'll let you so yeah I, I appreciate that mm. there uh emil is asking what do you think about mjf's feuds all being so similar i think that's just really a function of his character being the way he is um i mean the tropes are there because he has a, he has a group but he has an alliance of guys loyal to him he is a loud mouth he is a big heel it's just a trope, you know. I guess you can say that they're recycling the tropes too much, too soon. Uh, especially when we had uh, Jericho and MJF not even more than a year ago, right? Mm-mm. So I get, I get where you're coming from. It's just that they haven't had an opportunity to change it up. And whatever works, though, it still works. Because it's CM Punk. Can't go wrong with CM Punk uh, carrying the, the mic for this. Yeah, and yung uh, yun yung DNA ng character niya. So you you have to go with what works for the character. So there. Uh, before oh, we have one last bit. We have some news outside the ring, which we'll get to right now. Let's talk about Corey Graves. Uh, there was a report from Sean Rossap of Fightful Select uh, that came out a few hours ago saying that Graves has reportedly been cleared for in-ring action. Um, he was forced to retire in 2014 due to concussion issues. Cash ringing commentator. And uh, Corey Graves has talked about this on Twitter. Like he's actually alluded to him wanting to wrestle again, you desiring yet to get back in the ring. Uh, and you know, if, if he wants to get back in the ring and if it's safe, then by all means, but we could probably see him enter the rumble. So far, I've only seen Rowan be excited for, for the idea of Corey Graves returning to in-ring action. And to be say, he, he wasn't he didn't last that long in the ring back in his NXT run. So I don't know exactly who is excited to see Corey Graves back in the ring. Because you know him more now as a the typical WWE fan knows him more now as a commentator. Yeah. yeah. So okay, if you're excited for this commentator. Uh, getting to wrestle again, great. But on the basis of, you know, being a huge Corey Graves fan from his in-ring days back in early, the early two, tw- 2010s, about. So I don't know. I don't know who's excited. Um, maybe he's good. Maybe, maybe he is as good as he was before. Uh, 
but I don't remember him being good enough to, you know, set the wrestling world on fire back in those days. Yeah, to be fair, Tamay sinabi ni Ricky in the comments that he's kind of like Byron Saxton now. Na, I, I, I'm pretty sure there's a section of fans who have no idea that Byron Saxton was once a wrestler. Yeah, he and trained I think to be there a wrestler. Are fans, <laughs> I think there are fans who also don't know that Corey Graves was once a wrestler. I'm pretty sure that you know these fans exist. Yeah, diba? So, I mean, if you're Rowan, then good for you. <laughs> Rowan, if, are you, if you're sincerely excited to see Corey Graves wrestle again, then great for you. If he wants to get in back in there and hurt himself again, good for him. Uh, I can't, you know, as a guy who has been away from the ring, I can't uh, deny that you do miss it. But uh, I just don't know how big of a deal this is going to be. Other than the fact that, oh, it's a big deal that this commentator that we all know and love for the past seven or so years, six or so years, is getting back to his dream. Yeah, I'll be happy for the guy, you know, um, just because uh, I've, I've seen it from your perspective, Ro, as your friend, as your co-host, and you want friends natin who are unable to get back in the ring because of yeah. COVID, diba? So, gets ko yon. Um, I, I would love to see him on TV as something like what Admin Jackie said, na magiging julalay siya ni Carmela. Yeah, wh- why the hell not? I would love that. Uh, Rowan makes a good point. My only His only problem with Graves is he's dick. If, if this means that I hear less of Corey Graves shouting every time, uh, uh, the entire time on Raw, then I'm all for it. Yeah, see, John Christopher says, ngayon lang niya nalaman na si Byron e dating wrestler pala. See? Yon. See? Point exactly. <laughs> the more you know on the Wrestling Wrestling <laughs> Podcast. <laughs> yeah. So, yun. All right. Let's get to our picks of the week before we announce our winner for this week's um, mega uh, two terabyte online storage. This is the cloud. Uh, picks of the week. I'm going to start with mine. And you know, it's no secret. I love Grayson Waller. And he had a match with AJ Styles to main event NXT. That is my pick of the week. Wait, let's bring in Rowan. The SHIT. Oh, nah. Rowan, get in here. Hey. Yo, there you there go. go. There's Rowan. So, yeah, what's your pick of the week, Rowan? My, my pick of the week for uh, this week is Wendy Chu's in ring debut. Yeah. I, I love her sleepy gimmick. What is it? narcolepsy? I mean, yeah, it's, it's that's probably it. That's probably it. As, as, <laughs> Wade, as Wade Barrett mentioned, yeah. It's relatable for me. And she's, she's such a. So you uh, she's feel like a, you feel seen is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. Uh she's like a female orange cast. All right. So again, my pick of the week is from New Japan Strong from this past Sunday. Uh Eddie Kingston has a match with Gabriel Kidd. And as you guys know, Mahidigosa Sapakan Sabakbahana match. And this is just them fucking each other up for 15 minutes or so. So you, you guys got to watch it, um, especially for those uh, newer Eddie Kingston fans who are, who are more familiar with his work on AEW. So if you like the Brian Danielson match, this is more of the same. So it's pretty good stuff. It's a house show, but they tore the house down like it was no business. Right so there. Let's get to your picks of the week in the comments section. See Julian picks WWE crossing the forbidden door, opening it rather for Impact Wrestling, as, as well as AJ versus Waller and the Knockouts Championship Texas Deathmatch. See Leo pick of the week, yeah. Brock's impression of Paul Heyman and Big E versus Seth on Raw. Uh, Admin Angela picks Jonathan Gresham versus Chris Sabin from Hard to Kill and Wendy Chu. Bruce picks the Hard to Kill main event. 
uh, and our audio-only episode with Robbie Eagles. Thank you so much for putting that over. Hey. Emil picks RK Bro versus Alpha Academy for the tag team titles on Monday Night Raw. See Wilson, he picks the confrontation between Brock Lesnar and Bobby Lashley on Monday Night Raw. Roman J picks Sammy Guevara and Dustin Rhodes. Battle, uh, battle of the Belts. It's pretty good, yes. Pretty good. I mean, you know, complaints aside. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Shout out to Raindell in the comments who, say, uh, who says, Na sobrang enjoy tong podcast, especially for a wrestling fan of over three decades. Thank you, man. Oh, and we're my glad back. you found us. <laughs> you, you know that we have been fans for technically three decades. Like the 2000s, 2010s, and now the 2020s. Well, crap. Now that you put it that way. Ah, and back. well, some of us, the 1990s as well. So uh, enjoy your back tonight. Si Chino. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. Uh, ba? May picks of the week ba? Uh, ba? Wait, let me check. Uh, Scum again. Is it, you have any pick? Uh, he, has, he doesn't have a pick right now. So, yeah. No, no picks from Kumu. All right. Let's put up the wheel, babyface producer Gel, and let's give out some prizes. So this week, magpapamigay na naman tayo ng isang 2 terabyte account for cloud storage, courtesy of our friends from Mega. Shout out to Miss Asia Agkawili and to our friends from Machong Chismisan, ang, pa- uh, ang podcast na nang sponsor ng ibang podcast. All right. So we've got three names for this week. Ito lang yung mga nag-submit at nagbigay sa atin ng five-star rating. So you've got a 33 and one-third shot of winning. So, baby face producer well, gal, spin that wheel. I think Abby's a genetic freak, though. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Our winner is. Oh! I told you she was a genetic freak. <laughs> to manager Abby with 33 and one third percent chance of winning. Has won our prize for this week. Congratulations. We'll hit you up for the details on how, how you can claim that from us. And for those of you who haven't won yet, like see Ricky Mayroon in the comment section, Mayroon. Mayroon one more for next week. So yun, just make sure that you give us a five-star rating. I- post one post soon. Like not, yes, not yes, on yes. Thursday. Yeah. Okay, okay. I'll post it tomorrow. So you have a week to, to get your entries in. All right? One last question before we plug the things we got to plug. Alistair Conde asks, is there a chance that we'll cover Mexican promotions one day? Uh, man, you know, I want to, but, you know, we are already obligated as your wrestling panelists to, uh, <laughs> to talk about WWE, AEW, sometimes New Japan, and there's just not enough hours and energy in the day to even go. Mexican promotions. Like, yeah. um, if they appear on the high, well, the, the sites that you and I know, um, they appear pretty late so um it's hard to get into a groove of watching them so sorry talaga na we can't watch all the wrestling in the world as much as we want to yeah exactly all right let's plug some stuff before we get out of here rowan anything to plug uh you know smackdown review go uh you gotta subscribe on the yeah first. yeah that's right that's right you gotta view also yeah. the in a row. Yeah. Thank you. Also, yung audio only pala. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. What, listen to the audio only. Um, nothing to plug on my part other than the TikTok uh, at Wrestling2XPod because we are, you know, Rowan and I are holding down the fort. We are producing a lot of content. And if, if there are any brands that want us to shill stuff on TikTok, we are more than happy to do it. 
All right. Uh, go check out the Wrestling Wrap Up podcast. Uh, it's part of the Rob has a, has a podcast network over on YouTube or on Spotify. Uh, I was a guest there over the weekend, and uh, we just got to talk about uh, wrestling again. This time from you know uh, from a different perspective, and uh, it, it it's a US based podcast, so English only for me um, on on that one. And if you want to talk wrestling with us on on social media. You know where to find us, right? At Monday Night Rowan NIT on Twitter, NIGHT on Instagram, at Chino Supersize. Go say hi to Chino. I'm sure you're going to miss you. I'm going to At Rowan's War, at underscore Stancy. And uh, for the pod, it's at Wrestling2XPod. Facebook and Instagram, at Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. On Spotify, please, mga five star ratings. Sobrang laking tulung dan samin. Thank you so much to the PNA family, especially the babyface producer Gail behind the scenes at the controls. And thank you to everybody in the comments for liking, for subscribing, sharing the podcast, joining us on the live stream, leaving a comment, and all the good stuff that you do for the show. On behalf of Rowan the SHIT and Romoran, my name is Stan C saying please keep your double masks up. Stay at home unless absolutely necessary. Get your vaccines and boosters while you can. And in June, let's go out and vote. Wrestling Wrestling Podcast out. Bye-bye. Peace. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia, the hosts of the program, or other programs of the network. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.